You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hey everybody, welcome back to Letterman Row. We are outside the Woody Hayes Athletic Center. These two guys were inside it for a practice report brought to you by Byers Auto. I'm going to get my turn. I promise it's coming for me, but Tim May and Jeremy Birmingham both got to go in for a glimpse at the Buckeyes as Ryan Day has opened up a small glimpse at what Ohio State is doing in the spring practice. This is a practice report brought to you by Byers Auto. So, all right, what did I miss, boys? Tim, what uh, what did you? Was your number one take? I called it a glimpse. I called it a sliver. A sliver. Okay. Got to look. Well, bottom line is, you know, I went there. I wanted to see the three quarterbacks running around. Saw the saw the three that are competing for the job running around, looking really good, in my opinion. C.J. Stroud. You know, Jack Miller the third and uh, Kyle McCord. I thought they looked apart. The I kept looking because uh, uh, at one point, Trevion Henderson wasn't necessarily in the same line with the running backs during the stretching and the sprinting. And uh, but all of a sudden he popped up, and then I watched him. You know, in some of the drills, and I thought, you know, that's a guy that I wanted to eyeball for the first time at Ohio State. Him and Evan, he and Evan Pryor, and uh, I thought they they looked apart. I mean, you know, we didn't get to see any football. We saw guys running some drills and some guys stretching, et cetera. And then, you know, it looked like the line was all uh, uh, accounted for on both sides. Uh, you know, the one guy that was missing uh, that was notable was Chris Olave. Not sure why he wasn't there, but understand it's not injury uh, situation. But, uh, you know, we'll see what's going on. Well, of all the wide receivers, Chris Olave is obviously the one that needs to be here right now. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, least, exactly. the least. But, you know, I, uh, Jerry Emig, Ohio State's esteemed SID, told us before we even went in, he said, there's a little bit of experimenting happening. He said, there's some guys that are going to be out of position. I that for him. He said, there's a, some guys that are going to be in weird positions. And and so that's what I was looking for. And I walked in, I couldn't find G. Scott anywhere in the line with wide receivers, and then saw him running with the tight ends. Uh, then we were watching the defensive backs do drills, and Demario McCall was with them. Does that mean anything today? Probably not, uh, but it's certainly, at least at tight end, especially for me, that's the one spot where it's like, to me, playing the Madden football, uh, I'd always take my biggest like wide receiver and just make him a tight end for mismatch purposes. Yeah. And maybe that's something Ohio State sees G. Scott possibly you know, contributing in. It is a position where they're looking for that second guy, and if you're looking for that stretch tight end, I mean, why the hell not make it a 6'4", 225-pound yeah. wide receiver? It probably means more for G. Scott than Demario McCall, if we're going to be honest. Yeah. Or, you know, we'll talk about uh, that probably with Ryan Day uh, moving forward. But, you know, they just need healthy bodies at cornerback. It sounds a little crazy. We talked with Matt Barnes and, and Kerry Combs earlier about the situation they're facing with seven banks uh, being injured for the rest of camp. Cameron Brown out for all of camp. Is he yeah. still recovering? You know, Sean Wade going to the NFL. Um, there's a lot of talent there, but it's not in spring. Remember the situation happened for the offensive line uh, a year or two ago, Tim, where we were talking about, well, they're, they're a, lot, a lot of talent, but right now for 15 practices, it's going to be really hard to see what they have. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, and what's interesting, I mean, you know, you see you see some guys for the first time, like up close you haven't seen. You know, we never got to get this close to the team from the second practice of last spring on. Yeah. You know, and uh, Dewan Jones, for example, is a guy that jumps out at me. He he just doesn't look like the same. He he has so changed his body. You know, he looks almost like a a lean, a big basketball player now. For example, I mean, yeah. just it just catches your eye when you're sort of close to him and stuff. And uh, Zach Harrison, you know, Zach Harrison just you know that part where 
when we were on a teleconference with him a couple of weeks ago, where he was talking about going at it 100%. I mean, if you watched him running drills, a few drills we got to watch today, I was eyeballing him, and he was. I mean, he was going at it, setting an example. So was Tyreek Smith, for for that matter. And so, so you know, you just kind of see these new guys stepping up into, like, sort of leadership roles and or uh, finding a way to, in, in Dewan Jones' uh, case, finding a way to get on the field. If you got your two tackles back, that leaves three yeah. other spots where you could possibly play on the offensive line. And uh, I think they are very – intent on finding out if he might be part of that best five. Yeah, I, I go into these sort of uh, viewing windows with a mindset of trying not to think too much about what we see because yeah. so much of it doesn't matter. But what does matter is just how the guys look. And the, the, the world of college football has changed, man. Like these 15 early enrolled freshmen look like like grown men. Yeah. And perspective is funny because back in December, I was out in Seattle to see Emeka Abuka before he committed. And I was like, man, this is a, this is a big kid. Like, and then you see him standing next to Marvin Harrison Jr., who was like a big kid. Like, I mean, that, and all, all of a sudden, Emeka looks kind of like uh, one of the smaller wide receivers out there yeah. when you're next to Julian Fleming and, uh, you know, uh, Marvin Harrison. And it's just a, a group of guys that really looked apart. Steel Chambers look great. Marcus Crowley, that leg looks healthy. And the, the few drills we got to see, he's got some burst. Um, you know, I just think that as a team wise, I thought that CJ Stroud and Jack, Mc, Jack Miller both look like they've really kind of grown into their, their frames a little bit. Um, I just think, you know, it's what you expect from one of the top five programs in the country without question. It's just a bunch of really well put together dudes. Yeah, I told you what Jack Miller, third's dad, I guess it'd be Jack Miller the second, right? But Junior. like he had said, he hadn't seen, they, he and his family hadn't seen him like this close until I think the Sugar Bowl. I mean, the, yeah. the, the semifinal game and it was, they were, almost stunned by how much how much bigger stronger he looked you know and even a little bit taller you know so yeah it's crazy and uh you know on my podcast this week i had greg madison on and one of the guys he gushed about about his relationship and it was at florida and at notre dame and at and at ohio state and i just told mickey marotti he talked about him but uh mickey marotti just what they can do is is crazy with with these guys and i think that hey i'll, I'll get my look at it on monday but you know that's why i thought going into camp that Jack Miller and C.J. Stroud would still have that advantage over Kyle McCord, even if it was a weird year, even if it wasn't the normal freshman year. Twelve months or nine months of anything around Mickey Marotti in this program is a huge advantage. And again, it doesn't mean that Kyle McCord cannot catch up. Right, well, Kyle's still the biggest of the group, right? Oh now. yeah. But you know, you just don't know what say, the what the inside at. workings are. You yeah. don't know. I mean, on the outside, he's the biggest of the group. How it's you know put together in the engine, who knows? <laughs> but uh, the 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 model of the car looks like an NFL model. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It might. Who knows if it's a, De- a DeLorean or not? We have to wait to see, right? But uh, but the, but the thing that stood out too, but all three of those guys watching them move and stuff. I mean, you know. No, none of them are Justin Fields, but all three of them look, you know, look good on the hoof. Yeah. It's less throwing the ball, and uh, that's what stands out, you know, just these little glimpses you get. All right, anything uh, linebacker left out, safety, anything else that you guys saw? <sighs> I, I, You know, I think it, this is why I love football, right? So yesterday, uh, as we did our little Zoom call with Matt Barnes, he was sitting there and gushing about Cam Martinez, right? And today, Cam was one of the first ones through the line. And Kerry Combs made him run the same drill four times in a row because he wasn't going hard enough. He yeah. wasn't going hard enough. We're all standing and there. you just wonder how much of that is just psychological, how much of it is real, how much of it is, hey, yesterday you got told good things, today you get a reminder. And I think that these these practices are so vital for these kids to understand 
that every day has to be great at a place like this. And, um, you know, if you want to be a program that's competing for the national championship, there can't be letdowns, even if it's for one drill. I just had a flashback, as you said that, because I remember we got ushered out of a practice. We got to watch a little bit of Joey Bosa's freshman year. <laughs> and you, all you heard as you were leaving was Mike Vrabel effing him. Oh, this and effing him that. Effing him, effing Illinois. Yeah, exactly, effing <laughs> him. My left turn there to go to Texas, but I uh, digress. But, yeah, it's, it, you know. I can't believe do, that do Mike Vrabel would use such language. Yeah, me wow. neither. I was stunned. But, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, but the bottom line is, I mean, you know, don't ever judge, you know, what's coming yeah. by what you're hearing. Because, well, sometimes what you're when hearing. You're building, when you're building the foundation to something, sometimes somebody drops a brick on your foot. As Burma is saying, sometimes what you're hearing is targeted to the people that you're expecting a lot more out of. Correct. Well, and, it, and that was, I think, the interesting part of it is that the messaging was, Cam, you have to go harder. Cam, we need you. Cam, you have to do this hard. So it, it's it's this weird little you know, game of uh, carrot and the stick with these kids sometimes. And, yeah. and uh, you know, again, we get we got 23 minutes of watching practice, 16 minutes of it was guys stretching. So it's not like we got a real glimpse into what's going on. But when you just see the little things, man, that's, that's yeah. what's but, about. You know, but the little things, I mean, for example, like, like you're talking about, about that drill we were watching, they were running two back, two, two defensive backs at a time through these drills, you know, which was they weren't wasting mm-hmm. any time. I remember there was a quarterback drill where they were just taking quick snaps and they were just – you know, the quarterbacks are rolling in there like every five seconds, catching the ball and throwing it. You know, next guy steps up, takes a snap, throws it. And uh, they're, it's clear they're not wasting any time. I mean, that, that's one of the little differences I saw in a practice than maybe the last time I got to see a practice was these ways of not wasting uh, any reps. I'm sure that they're saving up the real viewing period for Monday so that I can see it and then yeah. finally get a leg back up on you guys, Tim May and Jeremy yeah. Birmingham. We've got a look at the Buckeyes on Friday morning. Perfect for a practice report that's brought to you by Byers Auto. I am Austin Ward for full coverage of Ohio State. Stay with us at LettermanRow.com all year.